Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Locked On Giants. I'm your host, Art Stapleton of The Record. You can read all my coverage of the New York Giants on NorthJersey.com in the print editions of The Record and across the USA Today Network. It is Thursday, August 31st. Tonight, the Giants will play their final preseason game in Foxborough against the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. We're not sure how many starters will play for the Giants. Patriots have already, uh, you know, the expectation is that we will not see Tom Brady. Can't imagine we see Rob Gronkowski, Devin McCourty. Uh, pretty much all the veteran starters, Bill Belichick has made a habit of sitting them out. So last year was an anomaly. Uh, the Giants ended up seeing Tom Brady. Uh, I think it was for for at least a half down at MetLife Stadium. That's because Brady was preparing to pl- to uh, serve his four-game suspension, which he did. Uh, but from the Giants' perspective, I don't expect to see Eli Manning. Uh, ben McAdoo really hasn't revealed many details. He's just said he'll continue to, to use a similar plan that he used last year uh, for the preseason finale, which is really spot starters on both sides of the ball will not play. Uh, I would imagine that the Giants don't play Western Richburg. Uh, I would think that the rest of the line would play uh, just because, you know, an overlooked injury this week, just for depth purposes, Adam Geddes getting put on injured reserve, you know, he was the third string center uh, and really he was the extra guard. So when you look to give Justin Pugh a break, Geddes would step in for Pugh. And if you looked to have Brett Jones at one of the guard spots, then you could put Geddes at center for Richburg. So what I expect to see from the offensive line, I would think you see a little bit more Pew. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of DJ Fluker. Uh, he's one of those guys that over the next 48 hours, it will be very interesting to see how much he's impressed the Giants. Uh, I don't see a way that that they would feel comfortable in the depth that they have on the offensive line to cut Fluker, uh, but certainly he has not made the kind of strides that uh, really was projected when he first signed here, being a first form, uh, former first-round pick. Uh, you know, he has not put himself in position to claim a starting job, uh, but I do think he's shown enough where I'm intrigued enough to keep him on the roster and see where. Uh, how he can improve and maybe where he fits in, especially with the experience he's had in this league. So I would not cut DJ Fluker, but I certainly know that's been speculated. Uh, Something to keep in mind for the Giants, I I don't 
foresee, as I said, Eli Manning playing. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is on the trip, made the trek up with the Giants on the train. I know a lot was made yesterday on social media from JT Thomas's Instagram story, uh, a video of Odell dancing, no braces on his uh, ankle, uh, dancing a little bit in the locker room. Uh, so he's on the trip. Uh, certainly encouraging if you want to judge JT Thomas's Instagram story uh, that Odell is moving forward. Be interesting to watch in pregame to see if Odell is on the field uh, doing anything with the training staff or anything like that. That will obviously become a, a significant story for the Giants if Odell is on the field uh, doing anything pregame. But uh, I don't expect to see Dominic Rogers Carmarty. I don't think you'll see Janoris Jenkins. I don't believe you'll see Landon Collins on the field tonight. I would not play Jason Pierre-Paul or Olivier Vernon. I certainly would not play Damon Snacks Harrison. Uh, I think you know depth at defensive tackles a little bit of an issue with Jay Bromley uh, having injured his knee. Uh, you know Bromley said the other day there's no significant damage, uh, but he was still in a brace. Uh, on, I guess it was uh, it was either Monday or Tuesday that we talked to Bromley. Uh, so, you know, I, I think from that perspective, I would not be surprised to see B.J. Goodson a little bit tonight. Uh, I, I would be very hesitant if I'm the Giants to play any of my every, any of my guys that I'm going to count on significantly. I would not expect to see Brandon Marshall. Certainly, I would not play him. Uh, the I think the chemistry questions are overblown over the last week and a half. The fact that Marshall has only caught one pass from Eli Manning in a preseason game, um, I, I don't think that's a, an issue. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, Brandon Marshall was hurt going into game three, and game two, you really didn't play Eli Manning all that long. So if you were really concerned about chemistry issues, you'd be playing Eli Manning tonight with Brandon Marshall to try to get him going. So I don't think uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, so we go forward with that with the Giants. And, uh, you know, some things to watch tonight, you know, overlooked. I mean, look, we're all going to talk about the offensive line uh, and in the secondary, specifically the cornerbacks. You know, you're going to try to see how it breaks down for... You know, don't mind my uh, Waze app in the background. We are uh, up here recording the the show on the way to Foxborough. So uh, a little bit of, uh, I guess it's Amy, the voice for the Waze app. So always an entertaining uh, time on Locked on Giants. Uh, anyway, I would look at the offensive line from this perspective is that what we see tonight is really not going to be too revealing regarding what happens in Dallas uh, come September 10th. Uh, I really don't see that. And I know there's going to be a lot of attention tonight, but I would expect to see Brett Jones at center, not at guard. So for all the Brett Jones supporters saying that he should be at right guard instead of John Jerry, I believe that uh, Jones will see time at center tonight and not at guard. So... Um, you know, I wouldn't flip out too much and just just wait and see how it plays out. Ben McAdoo, with his competitive advantage, 
mentality. Uh, he's not going to reveal too much in the fourth preseason game to allow the Cowboys to uh, to act on. So, uh, but I think the defensive line is really a place to look now going into this weekend. And I'll get to that in a second. But first, I wanted to mention our friends at SeatGeek. You know, if you're looking for tickets to a sporting event, a concert, a comedy, or theater, there's only one place to go. SeatGeek is your go-to mobile app. It's my go-to mobile app for finding the best prices, the best seats, fully guaranteed. You know, with two taps, you can find a show anywhere and you can compare prices to what else is out there. You know, you think about when you're looking for tickets, you know, you look for gifts, you look for yourself. For me, traveling in the fall, you know, I have a lot of family looking to to tag along to, to Giants games. So I pop right on SeatGeek, type in in the search engine, looking for Giants games, home and away, you could find those tickets anywhere, and it'll show you a seat map, stadium map, and it'll show you price comparatively where those seats fit. Each ticket gets a grade, and you have no worries about SeatGeek misrepresenting any prices for a ticket. You know, it'll give you exactly what you need to get. You know, as I said, I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's the fastest and easiest way to search for tickets online. Most recently, spur of the moment, family wanted to tag along to Dallas to check out the Giants in the season opener, so I typed in SeatGeek, clicked on the app, went into the search engine, typed in Giants Cowboys, and what do you know, the SeatGeek map popped up and I could look everywhere in AT&T Stadium see all the available tickets price compare and find out what is available come opening night for the Giants so best of all my listeners to Locked On Giants get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase so what do you have to do to take advantage you download the SeatGeek app type in promo code LONFL and then you get $20 off your seat, your first SeatGeek purchase. That's promo code LONFL and try out SeatGeek today. So when you look at the defensive line for the Giants, now to me, the defensive line and the linebackers will be the most intriguing matchup this weekend as far as cuts go. Because I don't want, if I'm the Giants, I don't want to let any of their rotational guys go, both at defensive end and defensive tackle. And as I mentioned, the Bromley injury is a fly in the ointment. Because if Jay Bromley were healthy, I might be convinced to cheat a little bit at the defensive tackle spot and go three defensive tackles on the 53, at least starting out the season. But I don't. I can't do that. I have to have Robert Thomas on this team because I don't know if Jay Bromley is going to be ready for week one. I don't expect him to be ready for week one. 
So I'm looking at the four defensive tackles, knowing that maybe in week one, I'm only going to have three healthy. And that's Snacks Harrison, Dalvin Tomlinson, and Robert Thomas. Now, that's also with the idea that I'm going to have some of the some of the defensive ends be able to shift inside in sub packages. But I don't want to go against the power running game of the Cowboys, whether it's Ezekiel Elliott, Alfred Morris, or Darren McFadden, and that offensive line, and be short at defensive tackle. I can't do that. So when you flip over to defensive end, you know, I have seven guys I don't want to get rid of. I want to keep them. You know, JPP and OV are on the roster. I believe Avery Moss, Moss as, a, as a fifth-round pick, to me, he's shown enough where I got to keep him on the roster. I can't waive a fifth-round pick, uh, especially a fifth-round pick that I have such high hopes for. You know, a natural defensive end, not a tweener. Uh, the Giants would be nuts to waive him and try to squeeze him through to the practice squad. I don't care that he hasn't shown much in uh, preseason games. There's going to be a scouting department somewhere that looks at Avery Moss and says, you know what, we're not letting him go through. So I would not waive Avery Moss, as I've seen speculated somewhere. Um, and then you have Kerry Wynn and Romeo Aquara. Now, Aquara has shown a little bit at defensive end, I mean, at um, linebacker. He's played a little bit in sub-packages at linebacker. So maybe that's an emergency situation. You give him a little bit more flexibility. Uh, And then Devin Taylor. I I don't know if I would waive Devin Taylor. I think you need Devin Taylor as far as a rotation at that spot. Uh, And then Jordan Williams kind of brings that hybrid defensive end, defensive tackle situation. I don't want to let Jordan Williams go. So that's seven by my count. And you're going to keep 11 defensive linemen. You're going to have to short yourself somewhere. So now let's go linebacker. And you look at that and you say, all right, well, Goodson, Casillas, and Kennard are your starters in base defense. Keenan Robinson right now is a question mark. You hope that he clears concussion protocol. Obviously, the Giants have more information behind the scenes than we do. But you have three guys who are are injury concerns. It's Keenan Robinson, Mark Herzlick with the the Stinger, and JT Thomas coming back from the ACL, who has been, other than the Jets game, has really been inactive this preseason. So you're making a judgment call on someone who missed an entire year. Um, If I look at how this thing is going to shake out, I think Robinson makes the 53, and he's a he's an overlooked component to this team. That is a major factor for their sub packages, by the way. So you gotta hope if you're a Giants fan, you gotta hope that Keenan Robinson gets through this protocol and is back on the field healthy. Uh, to me, it's a question of J.T. Thomas versus Mark Herzlick, uh, because if you think J.T. Thomas is more is healthier than Mark Herzlick, they're essentially playing the same role in my mind. And it's concerning that Mark Herzlick hasn't been on the field since he suffered that stinger. He was in one practice, a non-contact situation, and he hasn't been back on the field since. So my gut keeps telling me that I wouldn't be surprised if Mark Herzlick ends up on IR on Saturday. Uh, And 
is with the team, but that this injury has not healed, reading between the lines, the way they had hoped it would heal. So that would be my gut that Herzlick ends up on IR. Keenan Robinson is on the 53. And then Calvin Munson, as an undrafted free agent rookie, makes the team, provided the Giants don't sign anyone elsewhere. Now, do you want to keep JT Thomas? That is a question. I think the Giants will keep him. I just, I, I, I think it's worth seeing. I mean, now granted, he takes the field tonight in Foxborough. It's going to be an important thing that he can show. Uh, you know, do you take Curtis Grant over JT Thomas? I think that might be the the other move that the Giants could take, and then that would be saying goodbye to both Herzlick and JT Thomas, possible. Uh, but. I really think that the linebacker thing plays into the defensive line. If you're going to take 11 guys on the defensive line, you know, I don't want to let Kerry Wynn or Romeo Aquara go. I know there are some fans who look at Kerry Wynn and say, ah, he's just a guy. But he does have value for this team. There is value for Kerry Wynn on this team. So it's just something to consider going forward. Now, I know some of you have proposed trades and they should deal one of these defensive linemen and get some help elsewhere. Okay, fine. That that's fine. You know, but when you look around the league, everyone's trying to pawn off guys. That's because they know this is the hardest part of, of the year. The front offices are going to be under intense scrutiny and pressure to get things done. You've got the waiver deadline and the 53 deadline all happening this weekend. Plus you have the final preseason game and you have the cut from 90 to 53. And just a reminder, as we learned last year with Will Johnson, if a player is not on the initial 53, that's at 4 o'clock on Saturday, they are not eligible for designation to return. So, if you're thinking, man, just throw Keenan Robinson on the injured reserve and then bring him back in week eight, that doesn't happen. You can't, you have to have him on 53 on Saturday, and then you could put him on injured reserve after the fact and then bring him back eight weeks. Now, there's no indication that Keenan Robinson or a Michael Hunter, who's also in concussion protocol, that they're going to be out eight weeks. I don't have that indication at this point. But I know those are theories and, and scenarios that are being thrown and bandied about out there. Same thing with Tavares King and his ankle injury. I don't believe that that's an IR situation. But that's kind of where we're at. So consider this your pregame show for... For tonight's game and as I said I'll try to get you something either after the game or early Friday uh, talking about what we saw and then gearing you up for a cut weekend and then week one is very close 10 days away looking forward to it I'll be out there in Arlington bringing you all the action between the Cowboys and the Giants so thanks for listening to Lockdown Giants and make sure you continue to follow along 
on my Twitter account at art underscore Stapleton and of course at NorthJersey.com. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.